Peace Corps gives us a chance to show a side of our country which is too often submerged. Our desire to live in peace, our desire to be of help. There can be no greater service to our country and no source of pride more real than to be a member of the Peace Corps of the United States. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the My Peace Corps Story podcast. My name is Tyler Lloyd, and this is my podcast where I help tell the stories of current and return Peace Corps volunteers. This is the very first episode of 2020, back from a little break. It's back. If anyone knows uh, where that uh, brief little clip came from, uh, you get some kudos points from me. But thank you very much for listening to today's episode. It is March 1st, or at least that's the date where this uh, episode is going to be released. And it is Peace Corps Week, so happy Peace Corps Week. In starting off this first episode of the year, I wanted to provide some updates and uh, share a little history with you all, or some clips from history to commemorate Peace Corps Week. But before we get into that, If you enjoy the show uh, or have been listening to the show, please be sure to subscribe. Uh, Follow me on Instagram over at My Peace Corps Story on Facebook by searching for My Peace Corps Story. And as always, your reviews are extremely appreciated. Five-star reviews uh, I always love. But more than anything, I want to hear what you guys think of the show. And that is actually one of the driving forces of uh, what brought me back to to doing this show. I had some hesitations about coming back just given other priorities and projects that I've been working on, but uh, your reviews are the the biggest thing that uh, brought me back. So I want to read a few of those reviews. First one coming from uh, Megan uh, Letas. Sorry if I butchered your name, Uh, but they write uh, five stars. Future PCV serving in Guatemala. Tyler, listening to your channel and all of your interviews back-to-back have been amazingly informational for me. Especially not personally knowing many volunteers myself, this has been my format for learning different perspectives and aspects of service from so many people. I love that you have this as an outlet for people to tune in, and it helps me feel connected and in the loop. Well, thank you, Megan, and uh, since it's now uh, 2020, you might be uh, serving in Peace Corps at this very moment, so if you are, uh, congratulations for making it into Peace Corps. And going to read a a second review, not something I normally do, but uh, since I've got some reviews that have stacked up, I'm going to read this this review that comes from uh, Merce0094 that says, Hopeful Future PCV. I love listening to this podcast and all the RPCV experiences. It's really inspired me to become a PCV and has given me insight into the various highs and lows of service. I recently interviewed for uh, Peace Corps uh, Kyrgyzstan. I probably butchered that too, man. Uh, And hope to become part of the Peace Corps family soon. I find myself looking forward to and listening uh, to new episodes during my gym sessions and daydreaming about the possibilities of my future service. Can't wait to hear from a volunteer who has served or is currently serving in Kyrgyzstan. Man, I really need to look up how to properly say that. Not totally confident. Um, But Mers, thank you very much uh, for for that review. And maybe you've already been accepted since you did interview for that. So uh, reach out to me and let me know if you hear me reading your review. But all... 
thank you again for for tuning in today. And I don't have an interview today, but uh, future episodes are going to be the same as they've always been with interviews of current return Peace Corps volunteers. But rather than doing a weekly show, I'm going to be doing uh, just one episode a month. Uh, That's a a good starting point for me, uh, bringing this back because I have some other projects that I'm working on, uh, one being a a YouTube channel. If you're interested in seeing what goofy stuff I'm doing on on YouTube, uh, you can check that out at Figuring Out How. Uh, Maybe I'll include a link in in the show notes for that. Uh, And it's a a YouTube channel about personal development, uh, something I'm deeply interested in. So if you're interested in that, maybe go check that out. But because of that and other priorities in my life, I feel that I can only do about one uh, episode a month. And I'm going to be batch recording those. So I'll probably do a handful of episodes over a day or two and then release those over the the coming months. So the episode for April will be an interview uh, with a volunteer, uh, current or returned. I haven't scheduled that yet, but be on the lookout for that. But for today's episode, I wanted to share some speeches or some excerpts from uh, speeches that JFK did about the Peace Corps. Uh, The intro of of the show is uh, an excerpt uh, from the speech, and it's actually not in its entirety. I did edit it to um, sort of mush a few different parts together. You may not know that. But I wanted to share uh, some of his speeches and announcements about the Peace Corps as we reflect on the the history of Peace Corps and all the volunteers that have served across the many, many generations. So this first clip is actually when he uh, announced the executive order after uh, signing it. Uh, It was on March 1st, 1961. So here is uh, the speech that he gave on March 1st, 1961, uh, when he uh, signed the executive order to establish the Peace Corps. I have today signed an executive order providing for the establishment of a Peace Corps on a temporary pilot basis. I'm also sending to Congress a message opposing authorization of a permanent Peace Corps. This Corps will be a pool of trained men and women sent overseas by the United States government or through private institutions and organizations to help foreign countries meet their urgent needs for skilled manpower. It is our hope to have between 500 to 1,000 people in the field by the end of this year. We will send Americans abroad who are qualified uh, to do a job. We will send uh, those abroad who are committed to the concept which motivates the Peace Corps. It will not be easy. None of the men and women will be paid a salary. They will live at the same level as the citizens of the country which they're sent to, doing the same work, eating the same food, speaking the same language. We're going to put particular emphasis on those men and women who have skills in teaching, agriculture, and in health. I'm hopeful that it will be a source of uh, satisfaction to Americans and a uh, contribution to uh, world peace. And following the establishment of the Peace Corps, there uh, began a concerted effort to recruit individuals for the Peace Corps. Since uh, that, that date in 1961, there have been 240,000 Americans who have served as Peace Corps volunteers uh, across uh, 142 different countries. And currently, um, well, currently as of 
This is September 30th, uh, 20, uh, 2019, reading this from the Peace Corps website. Uh, there are currently 61 active countries with Peace Corps volunteers. There are 7,334 7, 7, uh, volunteers and trainees. The breakdown is 65% female, 35% male. Uh, marital status, the vast majority, 99% are single, 1% married. Uh, minorities, uh, 34% of volunteers are uh, minorities, but that excludes the non-responders, the people who, I guess, didn't want to, to, to check that box, whatever it may be, on some government form. And the average age was 26, and the volunteers over age 50 was 3.2%. So there's some stats. But let's hear this uh, excerpt from JFK, and this was following the enactment of the Peace Corps, a kind of a promo to encourage people to, to join the Peace Corps and just to educate the American public uh, about what the Peace Corps was all about. President Kennedy's proposed Peace Corps will take young people such as these into some of the most remote and backward areas in the world. Previous efforts in such work in Africa were highly successful, but first will come training in the language of the assigned country. Tape recorders help in teaching. The aim of the Peace Corps program is to have its members live with the natives of the country that extends the invitation and work with them on their own level. Improved sanitation and the raising of health standards is to be emphasized, with malaria a number one target. The head of the Peace Corps, R. Sergeant Shriver, says no Americans in modern times will have been asked to do harder work. In face of this warning, applications pour in at the rate of 15,000 a week, all looking for payless jobs with a bonus possible at the end of a two or three year term. The cost to train and support a thousand core workers for a year will be less than the cost of an Atlas missile. The Peace Corps was first proposed by President Kennedy during his campaign for the office. Now, in an interview filmed exclusively for this theater presentation, he outlines the plans and high hopes he envisions. Peace Corps is really the idea of the American people. When I talked last fall about the idea of young American men and women going abroad to serve shoulder to shoulder with the citizens of newly emerging countries. A tremendous response went up from the schools and colleges of the United States. In the last few months, more applications for the Peace Corps have come to us than have come for positions in all the rest of the United States government put together. What is remarkable is that there is no salary for the members of the Peace Corps. They will go abroad and live on the same standard as people of other countries that they will work with them two or three years, devoting part of their lives to peace and to strengthening the ties that bind men together all over the globe. Members of the Peace Corps will work in three different areas. First as teachers, secondly as agriculturalists in order to improve agricultural production in the countries to which they're accredited, and third they will work on health. For example, I would like to see a major worldwide effort carried on to stamp out malaria. They will be available for this work. We will send abroad only those volunteers who are capable and well-trained. 
and who will be welcomed by other countries. Our Peace Corps, I want to emphasize, is not designed as a weapon of propaganda, is not designed as a tool in the Cold War. It is a genuine effort by the people of the United States, particularly those who are young, to play their part in working for peace, in improving the lives of all mankind. It comes, I think, from a deep, historic, and revolutionary experience that we have had. The people of this country are anxious to see a world in peace. Young people in this country are anxious to hold out their hands to people in other worlds. They will learn as much as they will teach. And I hope that it will be possible for them to associate with similar programs in other countries, with a program which might be developed under the leadership of the United Nations. This is an experiment. I hope it will be successful. I hope that from it will come renewed understanding by people all over the world of a common desire for peace. I hope out of it will come a better life for all mankind. And as you were listening to that, what did you, what did you think? Do you think that uh, the Peace Corps that you've experienced or that you've heard about from uh, that past episodes on this podcast, do you think that the, the ideals that JFK set out and what he was promoting uh, in that promo, that we've uh, kept them up over the, the many decades of the Peace Corps? I think for the large part we have, but we have faltered along the way uh, in, in some aspects. But uh, it's it's nice to reflect uh, on the, the original intention and some of uh, the words from JFK, uh, who founded the Peace Corps. And, and lastly, I have a, a speech that JFK gives uh, to a group of 600 uh, trainees uh, standing on the, on the lawn of the White House. And this was in... Uh, 1962, so a year after uh, Peace Corps had really got gotten going, that we had had their first round of volunteers, and it's funny to to hear this speech because of the kind of more relaxed nature that he has as he's talking to these volunteers who are are about to embark on two plus years of service in countries that I would assume that they have never even been to, maybe didn't even know that existed. So here is that speech. The President's remarks to the Peace Corps trainees from the South Lawn of the White House, August the 9th, 1962. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, we're very glad to welcome you here to the White House. This occasion gives me a particular sense of satisfaction to welcome uh, 600 Americans from all parts of the country who have uh, committed themselves to a great adventure, I think, for our country, and uh, more than our country, for uh, really all people. I think that uh, by the end of this year, we'll have more than 5,000 Peace Corpsmen, men and women of all ages, serving abroad in all parts of the world, in countries about which uh, most Americans uh, knew little 10 years ago, countries which we did not even exist, knew exist 20 years ago. This is an extraordinary uh, action by this country. And I know that you are proud to uh, take part in it. And I must say that uh, it gives me the uh, greatest satisfaction that it's taking place at this time. I've been through the list uh, of the various areas to which you're going. Uh, 
Georgetown University, 307 secondary school teachers for Ethiopia. Perhaps you could hold up your hand, those of you going to Ethiopia. <laughs> now we got uh, two medical doctors for Ethiopia. Well, they were included in that group. Now there are 11 teachers, nurses, auto mechanics, Afghanistan. Would they hold up? They're not here today. They've gone to Afghanistan. All right. Now from George Washington University, 76 secondary and college teachers. Agricultural Extension Workers for Nepal. Would they, uh... There you go. University of Maryland, 48 secondary school teachers and agricultural workers for Turkey. And uh, 36 teachers at all levels for British Honduras. You've got them sort of down that end. 19 school, secondary school teachers for Ecuador. 12 secondary school teachers for Venezuela. And at Howard University, 29 rural development workers for Cyprus. Yeah. <laughs> That's better than going to British Honduras? I don't think it is. <laughs> 22 English teachers for Togo. Yeah. Uh, uh, 20 medical doctors, nurses, and technicians for Togo. Uh, nine fishermen for Togo. Seven English teachers for Niger. And six English teachers for Senegal. Nine medical doctors, nurses, technicians for Sierra Leone. 613. Well, I must say, uh, I wish that uh, all Americans could hear that uh, litany of countries that you're going to your willingness to do it, and I hope that uh, when you uh, come back that uh, we can persuade you to come and uh, serve in the United States government in other areas, particularly in the Foreign Service, in all of the areas uh, which, uh, because I think the United States is so heavily involved in so many parts of the world, we are so in need of dedicated men and women of talent and experience that I can think of no more significant recruiting ground than the Peace Corps for our future foreign service officers, for those who represent our information services and aid agencies abroad. So I hope that you uh, will regard this as the first installment in a uh, long life of service in the most exciting career in the most exciting time, and that is uh, serving this country in the 60s and the 70s. So we're very proud to have you here. The White House belongs to all the people, but I think it particularly belongs to you. And there you have it. Hopefully you enjoyed those three speeches from JFK, and hopefully you've enjoyed this episode. It's been fun for me getting back in front of the microphone. Uh, In recording this, I can definitely tell that I need a little bit of practice, been out of practice uh, in talking uh, about Peace Corps and and in front of a microphone. So I've been stumbling over myself a little bit, so hopefully that hasn't been too unbearable for you. But thank you very much for listening. Make sure that you're on the lookout for uh, next month's episode, which will have an interview uh, like the the vast majority of past episodes with a current or return Peace Corps volunteer. And as always, every volunteer has a story. What's yours?